Okay, so this is going to be a bit different, um, but probably I'd say it, it also marks an evolution of the podcast channel into being more heart-led and less about, um, you know, knowledge and, and wisdom and things I've learned and more about um, viewing it from my own perspective, you know, through my own eyes. And, um, you know, the reality is with all this knowledge and self-awareness that I've gained through my obsession with self-awareness, um, I still struggle as much as the next person, if, you know, if not more than most, uh, with many different things. And so I, I want to, you know, my intention really is to begin speaking more from the perspective of that human being who's, um, you know, discovering more and more each day about himself and, you know, figuring out how to use it, implement it, um, integrate it, and in order to live the life that I really want to be living. And so this podcast is about uh, the nature of my inner child, not, not the inner child or your inner child, but of my inner child. And so, you know, I'm just going to, um, bear my soul to you basically. And, um, you know, tell you, show, would demonstrate to you how the evolution of that inner child has, um, come to pass, you know, much later in life. I'm in my early forties and, um, you know, I've become aware of the personality that I've had to manufacture to hide the reality of my inner child and and you know I'm it's as I'm getting closer and closer to certain projects in my life coming to fruition I'm becoming more and more uncomfortable because it's my passion that's been driving these projects and all of a sudden the true driver of why I've been doing them will be seen by everyone and I'm feeling very uncomfortable about it and it's this is mainly why. So I'll begin with the story of my inner child, the nature of my inner child. So when I was young, you know, I remember being about, you know, five or six years old, and I was that kid <laughs> that would hug everyone. And even younger now, I'm seeing a memory now, you know, from being at kindergarten. And I'm just hugging everyone, hugging all the children, hug them, hug them. And, you know, staying in the hug, <laughs> staying in the hug, not letting go, you know, so much, and just this feeling of wanting to pour energy out of my chest into that person. And, you know, the teacher coming up and going, you know, getting, looking back on it now, clearly feeling awkward, like that's not the thing to do. And, you know, telling me, no, no, you don't do that. Let go. And, you know, I was still doing it and when I was in primary school and uh, just had, just too compassionate, you know, I've told the story on another podcast, but we were, you know, running around the field as you do, doing physical education and one girl forgot her shoes and she's getting prickles in her feet and 
um, class ended and we all went to break and she was still trying to walk across the um, grass and she was in, I mean, she was bawling her eyes out. She was traumatized. And so I, I ran over and uh, got her on a piggyback and then um, got her back into, you know, onto the concrete. And then I started crying. <laughs> And I just couldn't bear it. I couldn't bear her pain. And, um, you know, I got, I got, uh, shamed for it and, you know, bullied for it. And I just remember learning that, that, what, that feeling that I had, that way that I wanted to express myself was wrong or weird. And lots of these experiences I've had, you know, as a child being, super compassionate and um, you know, wanting to hug people all the time. And, you know, I remember eventually getting to the point where I'd watch the news. I'd see stuff on the news and there was a war and or someone got hurt and couldn't handle that either. You know, ended up being at school, biting my nails down to the quicks where they would bleed and they would get infected and I get these things called whitlows. And it's basically just, you know, where I've been ripping out my, um, my fingernails and they get filled up with pus and horrendously sore and uh, it just consumed me. I just remember it consuming me to the point where I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle it and, um, you know, I'd bring it up at home. There's nothing you can do about it. You're powerless to change it. Bring it up at school. That's not the way the world works. The world doesn't work that way. You just have to live with it. Da, da, da. And so all these authority figures telling me I have to live with it, telling me I have to live with it. And I became, to, I began to feel pretty weird in the world, like it wasn't right to be, to feel the way that I did, and it wasn't right to want to express myself in the way that I, my nature was arising, and it became pretty much unbearable. And uh, when I got to, you know, we call it college in New Zealand, high school, got there. And, you know, that was brutal. You know, all the bullying and the way kids were to each other and, um, you know, my nature, just wanting to really just love everyone and express that love, uh, you couldn't get away with it there. You know, it was an all-boys school, Catholic boys' school, um, you know, and you, the biggest tease is you wouldn't dare be seen uh, being gay in some way. You know, not surprisingly, my best mate was gay. <laughs> and um, I was oblivious. You know, I, I don't see stuff like that. I don't see... I just don't see those things. And... So, you know pushed it way down when I was at uh, high school and nonetheless started getting thoughts even, you know, just as I left school, 
I started getting thoughts of the world is screwed up, this isn't the way to do it, started thinking about new ways we could govern ourselves, started, you know, I mean, this started way younger, is, is observing human beings, understanding their nature. Why is it arising in this way? Why are we conflicted? Why is there disharmony? Why do these wars exist? How does the government run now? You know, what are the things in nature that are harmonious? What can I learn from that? You know, how, how can, how can, how can we create a, um, an environment within which everything within that, um, can blossom in the way that it wants to, can, can express its nature in a way where it's appreciated and where things, everything else thrives because of it. You know, I knew, I could see these patterns of nature, I could see that nature has cracked it, that the intelligence of nature has got it sorted. I was like, how can we bring this in for human beings? How can we... And it all comes down to, you know, appreciation. Appreciating the gifts and the genius of every human being is the only way. You know, understanding their nature and the uniqueness of it and appreciating that, enabling it to become more so that it can blossom in the way that it wants to and, and meet the unmet need of some other form of life. You know, how can we become part of nature and, and symbiotic with it? You know, I knew, we, I, I just, and I still know that it's how we're meant to be and how we can be. But God, I'd never tell anyone, would I? And so, you know, I start spawning these projects. You know, I spawned a, a political party. You know, I even went to um, media training, got trained to how to be on be on TV and you know, all these different things. Um you know, started working on structures of governance, how we can govern ourselves and society. And you know, I was pretty angry at the banks and the financial sector back then. And how could it be this way? You know, when you find out about how money really works and all these things. And I was angry about it as well. I was angry that I felt like I'd been made to repress this part of my nature. You know, my inner child, the way that it wanted to express itself. It was showing me who I really was all along and, and I just jammed it down inside. Meanwhile, I'm secretly concocting ways to um, resolve it, like on a massive scale, with little experiments here and there, try a political party here, um, where we uni unify the voice of the people, and that voice determines how policy evolves. You know, assemble, assemble people around me pretty quickly um, who saw the potential of it. But um, actually, for, for um, reasons I've spoken about in other podcasts, that wasn't able to go ahead because it was based on a software platform we were developing and that didn't get finished in time. Um, but my whole life, that inner child was the one inside really directing traffic, really trying to say, listen, you know, this is who I am. This is who I want to be. And I would not allow that to be seen because here's the thing. How, how do you live? How do you have a conversation with someone about, you know, they, they ask you why you're doing what you're doing or they want to understand that what's driving you to create this project or do this business or, 
you'd be doing what you're doing and, and for you to say for to have to admit it's because I love them because I love you because I love every human being and I can't stop it and I don't know how and I wish I could I can't live in the world the way that it is without giving everything that I have to make it right. And that's the child. Just wants to wrap his arms around everyone and hug them. Doesn't understand why it's not reciprocated. doesn't understand how why we can accept that there is someone starving how we can accept that there's war how we can accept that there are people who are suffering and you know we watch it on the television and um, we just choose indifference and um, so that that child is been stuffed away the whole time and now I'm in a I'm in a very uncomfortable scenario where there are people coming in to the projects that I'm working on and they're expert commercial people and they're asking me questions about um, you know what was the commercial reason for this why did why have we invested money here why have we da 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 and it's like I, I can't I can't lie to them. And it, it, the reality is, is I didn't make those decisions because of the the potential to be for them to be able to make money in the future. I made those decisions based on, in my vision being able to remove obstacles and barriers that are preventing human suffering, that are preventing us from thriving and, and from loving each other. And so how can I be in a conversation with people where they're asking, expecting me to answer questions in a commercial way and that, that the commercial aspect of it hasn't even entered my mind? You know, how, how do I share with that person that I don't even... Um, know how to think like that. I understand commerce and I understand um, the concept of um, making decisions in order to make money. Um, but I, I'm not wired like that. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to stop expressing myself in favor of making a decision that is better at making money. There's no part of me that knows how to do that. And so it's extremely uncomfortable because the further we go and the more people that are coming in to work with Powerhouse, um, the more I have to sh I have to reveal to them. And, and it's like it feels inevitable at this point that I'm going to have to tell them that this is, this is the inner child within me. It's been orchestrating this whole thing and this is my way of figuring out how to wrap my arms around every human being. 
in the world. Now, the reason we invested this money is because I was wrapping my arms around this person who can, who's now able to do this. And the reason we invested this money is because I was wrapping my arms around this person. The only reason I'm involved in business at all is so that I can do this. So that I can find a way for, to make it normal and acceptable for all of us to follow our nature. And I truly believe that the nature of every human being is to be this way. Is to just share our gifts as an act of love. And... You know, I'm trying to, you know, I have this persona as a businessman and an entrepreneur and really that's just a persona I, I put on so that I don't have to tell people why I'm really doing it. And so I can make it, um, you know, accessible to people who feel like me, who who do have love that they want to express to everyone. They do want to show their love for humanity and their compassion, but are feeling just as uncomfortable as I am about other people seeing that love, seeing how powerful it is, seeing that it's, it, it really is driving everything and it's and just wanting to burst out of us. Now, how many people do you know in the world that are, um, have got these incredible gifts and, and, and an insane passion for something and um, they want to turn it into a business and they're not using it because they're trying to figure out how to get money for it first rather than just actually using it. <laughs> you know, the, the love is what's driving it. Passion is what's driving it and that's a love. That's an expression of love. That, that's nature. That's the intelligence of nature tr seeking to love itself. And we just we just block it, we stuff it down. We're too ashamed to admit the truth, and that's we all deep down underneath all of the personalities that we have, all of the commerce and all of the fake fictional world that we've made up that doesn't really exist, like companies and businesses and organisations and laws. That underneath it all, we're too ashamed to admit to each other. That we unconditionally love everyone. And that that's really what's driving absolutely everything. And it's our resistance to that part of us that's really creating all the hassles in life. This deep shame that we actually love each other unconditionally. And I mean everyone. I mean everyone. And so I, I had to get this off my chest because it's, you know, it's been pressing me and I'm feeling so uncomfortable about it and I'm, I'm having to come clean about who, who I really am and how I really feel and what I'm actually trying to do here. Is that I, you know, and, and talk to commercial people and tell them they don't really give a shit about money. Money's not what I appreciate. It's, it's the, it's gifts. And the only way to appreciate someone's gifts is with your presence. Or with money to show them that you appreciate it. So that's how I see money. It's a it's a way for me to appreciate someone's gifts. Um, 
I'm, I'm, there's no part of me that's trying to get it. That's trying to, that's trying to get money as an outcome. And, you know, this is why I need these people in these projects that I'm working on. Um, who do understand this and are wired like this so that, you know, we always have enough of it. Um, but, you know, for me as someone who's, um, you know, so my intention is to let my inner child run the show now, to let the real me, which is, which is our inner child really, to let the real me be seen. And, you know, I would recommend if you want a clue as to your true nature that, that really wants to be expressed in the world, um, go back into your childhood and, and have a look at how your nature was trying to arise back then and see if you can find where you stopped it or where you decided to go in another direction or to hide it. And, um, you know, see see how it's trying to come to the fore now. It's trying to step forward. And... Um, and so we can be the authentic self, you know, rather than, you know, because I'm not a businessman. I'm not an entrepreneur. And um, I, I just um, engage in those things um, in order for what I really want to be doing to be acceptable to other people. Now, if I do it through a business, then maybe it'll be acceptable So, you know, the other thing I want to speak on is, um, actually, maybe I'll save that for another podcast. Yeah, I'll save that for another podcast. It's another episode, but um, I'm glad I got this off my chest. You know, the nature of my inner child is that it loves every human being unconditionally and um, the projects that are coming to fruition in my life, commercial or otherwise, are all just a way for this child to love, to wrap it, its arms around everyone and and love that and love those people. And um, you know, I, I'm literally as I'm saying this, I'm just praying I don't have to say these words to these people who are asking me questions about commerce and all this type of stuff and then I, I have to try and justify it with a commercial answer and I just don't know how um, but anyway <laughs> that's it for now this is this has been the nature of my inner child and, um, you know, in, in the next episode I'm thinking of now is me sharing with you um, what it's actually like to live your life having found, you know, the depth of human nature that I've found within myself. And, um, you know, some of the struggles that I have on a daily basis and um, the things I'm struggling with now and, um, you know, maybe with the hope that I can begin normalizing some of the stuff that you may be feeling with yourself and, you know, maybe help you realize that the stuff you're passionate about 
uh, in some way is a form of love that you're wanting to express. And um, <laughs> shit, it feels super vulnerable to talk in this way. But luckily, all I'm doing is talking into my phone. <laughs> I don't have to look you in the eye as I'm saying this. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> thanks for listening. That's all for now for the nature of my inner child. Talk soon.